Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Limit Breakdown, where we break down the latest in TV, movies, and everything going on in entertainment. I'm your host, Migs. I'm Sid. And uh, we are back after a week in hiatus. So let's jump right into it with uh, my favorite part, the box office numbers. The box office numbers. Box office numbers. <clears throat> um, so big shakeup from what we've had. Uh, obviously, we missed last week. So this is for the uh, or the week priors. This is mm -hmm. for uh, last week ending on the 23rd. 23rd. July Correct. 20, okay. So um, the big event for this past weekend, Barbenheimer. Um, for those of you who are uh, unaware, Barbie and Oppenheimer opened uh, both this weekend. Uh, both two very uh, successful um, opening weekends. Yeah. Um, Barbie took the number one spot with a hundred and sixty-two million dollar wow um, box office opening, making it the largest opening for a non-sequel, non-superhero movie. Nice. Well, theoretically, Barbie is a superhero. <laughs> The many hey. little girl sheets. <laughs> uh, coming in at the number two spot is Oppenheimer with eighty-two million for the weekend. Wait, so Barbie was a hundred and sixty. Yeah, and Oppenheimer was only eighty. Eighty-two. Yeah. Still, wow, I'm surprised. I mean, okay. look, they they both did really well um, internationally as well. Mm -hmm. uh, Oppenheimer had a global box office of two hundred nine. Nice. And Barbie had a global box office of three hundred eighty-two. Wow. Okay. Um and Oppenheimer was off of a budget of a hundred million mm -hmm. versus Barbie had a budget of one hundred and forty five. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, Sound of Freedom is coming in at number three with nineteen point nice. eight million. I have heard that is a good movie. I do want to watch it. I, I've I've heard. We'll we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> um, Mission Impossible is coming in at number four with nineteen point three million. So okay. a solid okay. showing still. That's in second week, right? Yes, yeah, second week. Two weeks in a row. Okay. Um, and then, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny at number five with 6.7 million. Fair. Okay. Pretty good. Top five. Yeah. Yeah. So that, uh, that, uh, catches us up on that. Um, really the only big story that's happened in the last couple of weeks has been the, um, the SAG-AFTRA joining the Writers Guild in their, their strike for fair compensation. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought it was only fair for us to talk a little bit more yeah, about course. some of those um, some of those issues. Obviously, you know, with us doing movie reviews and stuff like that, like we, we at least I personally stand in solidarity with the with the uh, writers and the actors and the things that they're that they're um, uh, fighting for is 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 really simple compensation now everybody typically thinks of you know the top build movie stars you know like the ones making millions mm -hmm. I, but they don't take into consideration all the people in the production all the people everybody that below it yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and all of these people that that get affected and uh a couple of things that i thought were very interesting um one of the reasons that the um screen actors guild put forth as one of their main reasons for deciding to strike was a proposal they received from um, from the production companies that they consider to be quote unquote revolutionary, but it's basically a way for them to further continue to exploit people's labor. <laughs> so basically, you know, every, right now the big boogeyman is AI. Yeah. Um, and the proposal they received is they wanted to put put in a system where, um, you know, right now a lot of people that work on the lower tiers of entertainment will do extra work. So, yeah. like, anytime they're filming scenes, 
you got a bunch of people you know walking around in the background you know they'll get paid you know 50 100 200 bucks a day for for those scenes to be shot yeah they wanted to be able to scan a person's likeness mm-hmm. own it in perpetuity indefinitely mm-hmm. and be able to use the scans and their likeness for the rest of time and be able to use it without their consent on any project going forward so basically they would pay the extras one day's worth of work own their image and likeness for the rest of time and be able to use it digitally in any movie production so after they will not get paid for any future future project Mm. yeah have you seen the first episode of black mirror yeah a lot of people have have brought up the the huge similarities (laughs) to to black to black mirror interesting um and then another aspect was the way that the streaming revenue is set up um so i didn't fully understand it originally Mm -hmm. but basically the way normal syndicated television works is they get paid they get compensated a certain amount based on on how much those episodes get replayed mm-hmm. right okay so like the thing was once a once a tv show like on normal cable would get to like syndication status then that show would be replayed over and over again so they would they would be able to to make more money off mm-hmm. of that when streaming came out the last time, they they basically it, it was kind of like a license agreement. So they would pay whoever owned the rights a certain amount for the license, mm-hmm. independently of how much of how much uh, that show was being streamed. So if it was if that if that TV show, let's say for instance, The Office, right, mm-hmm. it was highly successful. If you watched one episode of The Office, or if you watched ten thousand episodes of The Office actors and all the people that that gained um the word is, yeah well uh residuals the that's residual, the word. okay okay so the residuals was the same uh uh-huh. whether and because a lot of the the companies like netflix like disney like um like uh hulu and all that they wouldn't put out their numbers as far as how much people were watching mm-hmm. so like uh one of the actresses for orange is the new black put out her residuals her the basically the the deposit slips for all the residuals she's received from netflix mm-hmm. um and it was like 25 cents here 35 cents there like wow and and so it's it's really worth worthwhile investigating that it's not like millionaires being like oh i want more millions it's it's really like people not getting fair compensation and with technology having advanced so much within the last 15 years or so. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean the 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 SAG and the and the writers contracts get reworked every 3 years, but they've kind of been kicking the bucket on the whole streaming thing for quite a while now mm-hmm. and it's now kind of just overspilled. Yeah. So, um <clears throat> being an advocate for technology, you know, I'm I'm fully invested in technology as what my profession is mm-hmm. and everything. And I love AI, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and one of the things that I was listening to a, f- a friend of mine's podcast that he had said that kind of stuck with me was, you know, uh, 80s, 90s. Um, when, when was, uh, uh, World Wide Web was 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, early so 90s. Early yeah. 90s. So, <clears throat> you know, at that point, everyone's like was, the, the World Wide Web was the big bad thing. You know, yeah. it was just people are like, oh, well, it's going to take over this and it's mm-hmm. going to be that. But now the internet is 
everything. Yeah. Obviously, there's some bad things that are incorporated with the yeah. internet. Obviously, no. If you don't want to watch certain types of videos, yeah, content, yeah, of course, you don't have to go to it. And I think the same thing with AI. I think the AI is the next step in technology, and mm-hmm. I'm fully supportive of it to a certain degree. Obviously, you can use it, as you said, in negative ways. Where suppose I'm a I'm a screenwriter, and I'm like, well, I don't really want to write this, so I write kind of my what my ideas are into you know chat gpt or a more a more fine-tuned uh ai and it busts out an entire elaborate uh script for me yeah so i understand from a production value because i can be like like, oh this guy really worked hard on it no i didn't i use chat gpt yeah but at the same and same time the production can also the production companies can do the same thing they can be like oh we can have our own writers do this and people who are genuinely having their own thoughts, writing it down, are getting less compensated. So yeah, it's, I think it's two sides of the same coin type situation. Um, yeah, I mean, which, I think it's like it's like anything else. You have to find the common ground between being able to use, because obviously you don't want to inhibit the advancement of technology, and you don't want to prevent a tool that can ultimately be used to help. But yeah. that's the thing; you don't want to to get to a point where that situation is abused. And like I said, you know, I was, I was particularly struck in by the fact that like, they are so hesitant to pay these people a living wage Mm. and Netflix just today Mm. posted a job listing for a salary for an AI product manager for a salary of up to 900,000 a year. But they're arguing. They're arguing over over residuals, where they're paying people nickels, dimes, and pennies. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like I understand where the technology is going, and obviously, you know, businesses are businesses. Their their job is to to fatten the bottom line. But yeah. But at the same time, especially especially here, like we we have to you know protect the workers. You know, yeah. we, we've we've uh, allowed companies to get away with too much as it is yeah. but and i think it's also in the line of like like i was saying it's more of people who are generally trying to do more creative work and more you know work that matters and not just for at the end they make money you know and i think those are the people that are hurting and and, and it's kind of a uh, a um a a two-sided sword thing because i think do i think that that ai can replace completely replace replace writers Mm -hmm. as far as being able to make creative content i don't think so Mm -hmm. i i I think that there you might be able to get stuff that's similar to other things because if i understand the way ai works Mm -hmm. is it's not they're not generating any original content correct they are they are just basically cultivating a group of data of similar things and then when they get the prompt and they just they're like, oh, this is kind of like this, so I'm gonna put something that's kind of yep. similar to this. Yep. So, it's so, not original. so they would not be able to produce any original content. They would not. Be, they would only be able to, to produce something that's similar to something that's already existed. Correct. That so, that's 100 true. It's more mm-hmm. of a it's more of an if then statement. Is literally how AI works. They're like, oh, if this is this, then this. If not, yeah, yeah. This, so that's so how AI works honestly. So in in that in that prospect, I don't think that. As far, especially as far as like entertainment, that it would ever get to a point where writers are completely eliminated. Mm-hmm. But there's also a money uh, motivator behind it. So, do I put it beyond beyond companies to be like, hey, instead of having a writer writers room where we hire 
10 of the best writers to to uh you know work on this project instead now with ai they can hire two of the best writers <laughs> and ai yeah. you know what i'm saying and so it's it's taking away opportunities from people and yeah that makes sense so makes um sense. yeah but that's that's uh that's kind of uh, us diving deep into the weeds on that one but it i felt that it was you know, obviously, us covering entertainment. This is the the biggest news in entertainment going on, and yep. I thought it was worth and, at uh, least uh, fun, discussing a little bit. Fun fact to note: uh, so I was in New York this past weekend, and we actually saw uh, two different um, protests in New York City on two different days mm-hmm. um, about this. Yeah. So we were out touristing around, and we literally saw a bunch of people protesting hardcore mm-hmm. uh, in New York City itself. Yeah. So I was at um, you know, it's definitely it's definitely big now. Yeah. No, it's it's getting a lot of attention and, you know, not to not to keep harping on it, but like <laughs> a lot of the uh, big company productions are are being stubborn. And there's been uh, um, there's been a couple of executives that have been quoted saying that they're just going to starve, starve, uh, starve the writers and the actors out and uh, that they'll come back to the table once people start losing their houses. And, you know, it, it's not it's not like uh, the you know, a lot of these people can 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 afford you know for for it to drag out but you know if they don't make a stand now that it's they're just gonna get trampled and uh Dwayne the Rock Johnson actually um they didn't uh, disclose how much he donated but he donated to the uh, the uh the union support fund mm-hmm. um a six-figure donation is what they said wow. to uh to help support and so that's that's kind of the thing a lot of people are like oh you know should we stop watching movies should we stop watching tv shows and as of right now, what the unions have said is basically, no, keep keep watching, keep keep showing, you know, your support for for us. Um, but if you do want to help, uh, find out what the uh, what the union funds um, in order to maintain them and 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 help them, you know, be able to sustain themselves. Nice. Um, I'll uh, I'll find out the link later and I'll post the the links for the unions um, in the uh, description. But uh, that that's the best way to help. As of right now, none of the unions have called for any consumer strike. Let's nice. switch gears now to uh, <laughs> to actual uh, entertainment. Uh, uh, you know the 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 meaningless stuff. The meaningless stuff. All right. Well, let me kick it off with something. All right. Quick. What you got? Um. So, Mortal Kombat One MK One is being called uh, is being released September first. Okay. And they're releasing their uh, their character list as well as the cameo ga- uh, player list. Okay. Uh, and the cameo, not player, ca- cameo character list. Cameo characters are the ones that are going to be helping you in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like background characters that help you, you know, but they're not playable characters. Okay. Uh, so this is not confirmed, but some of them are Omni-Man from Invincible. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The other one is Homelander from yes. The Boys, which I find funny because they're both very very similar yeah characters um obviously they're bringing back some old school characters like uh like baraka rain is coming back mm-hmm. as a playable character as well okay or mac is finally going to be a playable character as well okay um so they're bringing back some crazy crazy uh i, I thought uh omni man and and homelander were actually gonna be playable characters because they've done guest characters before. They've done guest character, but I it's I find it funny that both Omni Man and Homelander are more or less exactly the same character. Mm. They're base. They're both. They're they're, they're they're Superman. They're they're both evil Superman. Okay. Um, I think one of them is going to be an actual playable character, while the other is the cameo. I'm not sure about huh. that because I've seen both, and I'm not 100 percent sure what it's okay. going to be like. Um, so those the 
those are some of the updates on the gaming front. Okay. Um, Marvel uh, San Diego Comic-Con was quiet um, the weekend before last. Mm. Um, some, some announcements were made. Nothing really crazy. The one that stuck out to me um, is not really an announcement, but it's, it's a rumor that's gaining, gaining a lot of steam. Um, supposedly, Tobey Maguire and Sam Raimi are working on the fourth uh their their fourth version or, or their fourth spider-man movie so you know sam raimi and toby Maguire did spider-man one two and three and they were supposed to do spider-man four and uh it was at that time that tony that tony <laughs> that sony uh decided to go with uh, andrew garfield and rebooting spider-man rather than continue um well the rumor is is that um, Toby Maguire and Sam Raimi are actually working on a script for, for a fourth uh, Toby Maguire Spider-Man. Not gonna lie to you, I kind of want to let that go. I don't, <laughs> don't want to see it. I think it ended on a it did not end on a good note, but it ended on a note and just let it be. Mm-hmm. They should not make another. Now the only one that I can see and I would want to see is the third Andrew Garfield movie because yes. they only made two, two. of those. Yeah. And they were supposed to make a third, but then they recast again. Yeah. With, uh, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah. But I. Not excited for that one. <laughs> if that does happen to come to pass, I mean, I'll watch it for nostalgia, but uh, that's going to be a hard pass for me. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm a little mixed on it. I don't think we need another Tobey Maguire movie, but if it comes, I'm, I'm going to watch it because I love Spider-Man. <laughs> so. Fair. Uh, yeah. Even though Andrew Garfield was my favorite. Same. Uh, I actually really enjoyed Andrew Garfield um, Spider-Man. Uh, moving on, still continuing with Spider-Man. Okay. Um, so there is a fan film that's been in the works mm-hmm. for, uh, I think, since 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Spider-Man Lotus. And yeah. it's going to be debuting on August 10th in, uh, on YouTube. And it's completely fan-made. It's not supported by Sony or anything. Mm-hmm. I had to look up um, a couple things because I, I saw a trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was featured on YouTube. I was looking up like new trailers and stuff like that, and it showed a uh, Spider-Man Lotus trailer, and and that's like, how are they able to make this mm-hmm. if you know Sony's not like like how are they not getting a cease and desist from Sony? Mm-hmm. But apparently, because it's 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 uh it's being made completely not for profit. Mm, gotcha. So um, but it's supposed to be a um a more dramatic take. On a Spider-Man story, it, it deals with Peter Parker in the aftermath of Gwen Stacy dying. Okay. Um, and so, so it deals with after Andrew Garfield's number two movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it deals with uh, uh, a story. I forget the exact comic, but it's basically um, Peter finds out that a little boy with cancer's dying wish was to meet Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and so um, how that story plays out in the comics. Um. So it's 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 a so it's a very from what I understand and from what I saw the trailer it's supposed to be like a more more like almost kind of like a dramatic one one act play type Mm. but it's it's live action yeah it's live action oh wow yeah it's live action so uh, Lotus okay Spider Man Lotus so that's supposed to see see uh, that's supposed to be premiering on YouTube sometime uh, August tenth I believe Um, but it's you know obviously I'm fan of all things spider-man so it's it's gonna be interesting and now i know that so long as i don't make any money off of it i can make my own spider-man movie moving on so um if you don't have anything else that's gonna wrap us up uh 
for this week um as always thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate you uh let us know what you thought about the things that we discussed today uh please don't forget to like comment and subscribe as always it helps the algorithm uh keep us um keep us moving forward as we continue to grow the channel um we appreciate you guys and stay tuned for more content